and welcome back to another episode of Spilling the Behavior Tea Podcast. With Sam and Jeanette. With Jeanette and Sam. With Harley Quinn and Koyamamba. Just kidding. Wait, where is our co-host today? Sleeping. Aww. She be sleeping in lately. I'm like, girl, I wish I had your life. Oh. How has... What are some new milestones she's reached? Oh, she, oh, oh, uh, we are BFFs. So she's about to be six months. And our latest thing is we stick our tongue out at each other and we go, oh. ah. <laughs> Don't get so mad, my dad's like don't make her do that and i'm like it's good she's starting to copy that means pretty soon she's gonna start copying words like copy yeah. what we say and when uh, should she do like, a lot of baby yeah. talk mm-hmm. oh yeah not a lot she has like her moments but it's funny and then she loves if you hold out your fingers and you say and she'll grab them and you say one two and she like starts getting all excited and you pull her up to sit. She's pretty much sitting on her own now. Wow. And she high fives. Still going strong with the sign language. She hasn't done any yet, but she uh-huh. will. She loves looking at Harley. I'm pretty sure dog is going to be her first word. Because oh. <laughs> I, do, I do the sign language for dog. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I sh- like every time we see Harley, I say dog 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 and i did sign language and she's just like and it looks like she's trying to say like dog or she looks like she's trying to do the sign language but she's always looking for harley always how cute Uh, does harley still pay no mind to her pretty much unless like i'm holding her or something she tries to come and lick her feet but if i try to make her pet her she's like nah 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 (laughs) <laughs> my time <laughs> but yeah she's she's funny she laughs a lot she's very smiley she's a very happy baby one of my old clients came and visited her it was How the cutest cute. time, the second time and loved her was just like i want to hold her and they were friends that's so cute especially and that um... client that client had um these little tokens that I use or use with my client and they were sharing that with Amelia and I was like oh, I'm so proud of you you're sharing your interests with her like that is so nice of you so it was just really cute to see how cute I was gonna say that's pretty awesome coming off from last week's episode where we we're talking about you know wondering where our past clients yeah where or how they are doing now so it's actually cool yeah luckily that that client is like more of like family and their their parent is like i love how your whole family includes my kid (laughs) and that's awesome pretty much our family like we're all family here and that says a lot you know it says a lot to have a client the the connection be so strong that you know that relationship turns into almost family yeah and it's so awesome too because even though it had been a while since i had seen that client like we always go back to our usual ways Mm -hmm. and that parent is always like you guys have like your own language you always seem to understand her or like she and it's funny too because that client like they're so used to how I work that when I see them again and I give a command or not a command I give a command or something I um they you could see them like remembering my ways and being like oh wait I have to listen I have to <laughs> like follow yeah. It's so funny. Or I want to. And it's so <laughs> funny too because you know we're feeding my niece foods now, like purees, and my mom will feed her, and she's like playing and getting all like crazy and stuff, and she's just like making a mess of her. And then 
I feed her and they're like, how come she's not going crazy with you? Oh no. And my my dad's like, it's because she knows how Sam is. Like Sam is very <laughs> like Sam Sam's got her on check already. <laughs> oh, oh, how cute. Like I'm just playing with her. And my my sister in law's like, no, she feeds her fast enough because she gets impatient. <laughs> Hmm. How cute. That's awesome. That's Yeah. awesome that you're able to like catch up with your past client and still be involved and, you know, do all that good stuff. How is your past client doing? They're okay. They're. It's hard because there's other factors that come into play. But I think with the situation that they're in now, I think they're at the best place that they can be, in my opinion. But <clears throat> that kiddo is still always in my heart. Oh, My that's little awesome. that Yeah. wants me to adopt a Mexican baby. Yes. She's Jeanette, just adopt a Mexican baby already. Not, <laughs> not happening. Not happening. <laughs> I'm so going how's, crazy with my dogs. Imagine a baby. how's everything going? It's going good. It's going really good. Um, Like I said last week, I'm still extremely busy, but mentally I'm in a way better place. Way better place. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting things done. Um, I've been, I haven't been working out, but I've been focusing on reaching my steps, which I had kind of falling off. But so I've been doing that. I've been reaching my steps. I reached my steps every day last week. And this week I reached my steps. Friday, I had like almost 16,000 steps. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. yeah. And what else? I don't know. I just feel like I'm at, at a better place. So it's getting good. It's getting good. I feel like I'm growing mentally. Like, you know, um, we, I was, I've been telling our, our listeners that I've kind of been feeling a little over, a little overwhelmed. It's an understatement, but I've been going through things. And so finally now I feel that like everything I, I've gone through lately, has helped me grow and now I'm like at the other side where okay you know I had to go through things it was hard but it made me stronger and so now that I'm able to I've actually been able to organize myself so much better I feel like it's helping me a lot organizing your things and just organizing your space you guys and Mm -hmm. it Making makes sense. such a big yeah like just And so I changed my prior office. I, I made like, I have a new office space. I organized everything. I got rid of a lot of things and that just mentally does something to you. Mm hmm And now I want to work on my home office, my little space where I have my office space. I want to just declutter a lot Mm hmm and just get rid of things. I've been doing that. I did that a lot this weekend. I got rid of a lot of things. It's crazy because do you remember not that long ago, I started decluttering my stuff. And even when I got rid of my storage, I got rid of you guys. I got rid of like 85 to 90% of the items in my storage that I had been storing for like three years, paying almost $300 a month. And then when I told myself, that's it, I'm going through that storage, I'm cleaning everything out. And I got rid of, I kid you not, Mm-hmm. 85 to 90% of my things in there. And I remember I was just like, which you were texting me every day, like Literally, it was all trash. Like, Yeah, and you helped me. I brought, Me, yeah, you everything helped that I brought me. today was trash. Everything Yes. that trash. And I'm like, why are you keeping trash? Yes, but you don't realize it until you really just let go of things. <laughs> Why are we holding on to material things that we're never going to use again. So, so mm hmm it's Mm hmm getting to that time of the year where, okay, Jeanette, because little by little, you don't realize that you're doing it. So little by little, you start stacking up again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So people yeah, it's don't, gay. a lot of people don't realize how much decluttering can really help in creating systems. I, a few years ago, I decided to do a deep, deep declutter of 
everything. Mm-hmm. Deep, when I say deep, I mean I even went through every single one of my pens and threw away ones that don't work. Mm-hmm. Like that is how much I went into it. And I mean, obviously when I when I clean though, I do one section at a time. So one day I'll do my desk and that means deep cleaning into my desk, you know, and so on and so forth. But I was able, I, when I did that deep clean after that, I would declutter every like maybe twice a year. And but every time it was less and less stuff that I was getting rid of because I had already gotten rid of a ton of stuff. Yeah. And so now it's easier to reset my space every Sunday. And like it takes maybe 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it does. It does make such a big difference. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where next is my my little space here. And it's just very cluttered. So I need to start working on that. It's funny that you just. Fun. Yeah. Well, no, let me tell you, it's funny that you mentioned pens because I had literally, I had a pink pen and a green pen here in my little, um, my little cubicles that I have here where I have my pens. Those pens, they ran out of ink like three years ago, maybe longer. And I've been holding on to them. Why? I don't know. And I think Sunday, I just said, why am I holding? I threw them away. And also, like, I feel like once once you do it, like, the big time, like, deep cleaning everything, afterwards it gets so much easier. And mm-hmm. for me, I think it was, like, I was watching a bunch of shows that were organization or, like, decluttering shows, like that Marie Kondo one. And I was just, like, on a roll. I was, like, I need to watch more of these so I could get rid of more stuff because I don't need all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So... My son yesterday, he he uh, he listens to a psychologist. I'm gonna ask him who it is, but he's it's told me listen. Kidding. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, Doctor Stutz. <laughs> no, and they were but... gonna say Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been telling me that, and I've seen it for myself that ever since he's been listening to, he has a podcast. And that it's been helping him. So yesterday he was like, he had the day off. And I'm like, what are you going to do for the day? And he's like, I'm going to finally, you know, clean out stuff and declutter and take care of my room, whatever. And so when I got home at night, I asked him and he had done a lot. And he's like, yeah, because I was listening to And I forgot the exact words that he said, but I took it as, oh, I could like instill that for myself because he said, something and i don't want to say it because i don't remember exactly but it had something to do with like willpower doesn't come naturally or it doesn't exist like you just have to get up and do things mm-hmm. like you can't depend on having the willpower to do it just get it done and so he's like i was sitting there scrolling through my phone and then you know i remember what he said and then i just said you know what just get up and get it done and i just got up and started doing things and i didn't stop until i got it done so i'm like yeah i need to i need to do that to myself because sometimes i'll have something planned like especially on the weekends i'll be laying out all morning (laughs) and i'm like i should get up and do it i should get up and do it and i stay like that i'll take a nap no, I just need to get up. But then at nighttime, when I feel like I wasted my day, I get up and get things done. Mm-hmm. But if I were to do it starting in the morning, when I actually set my mind to do it, I would get a lot more things done. And you would have more time to rest at the end of the day. Yeah, and then I would rest because you're really not resting because you're having these thoughts of, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. And the way that I think about it is like, I can't rest in my bed where all the dirt from the week has accumulated. I want to mm-hmm. rest in a clean bed. So I'm mm-hmm. going to start cleaning my shit <laughs> and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah, very true. That's, that's the best feeling. Like Sunday, should, yeah, Sunday. it's Sunday night when I, because that's when I wash my sheets and everything. Oh, when I get into my bed and everything's clean and I just showered. Oh, that's the best, best feeling. Yep. No, but that's the mode I'm in right now. I'm on on decluttering mode. 
and yeah it's around that time where i need to you know i have you know you know i was a shoe head for a while Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Everything we would do. Oh, I have to get shoes. I have to get new shoes. For what? You just bought some shoes. Oh, we're gonna go there. Oh, I gotta get new shoes. Why? I wear like the same beat up shoe. I mean, that's not saying much for me, but <laughs> like that, that was too much. Well, I've been looking at my shoe rack and I'm like, some of these shoes I haven't worn in so long. It seemed like you were only wearing them once and then <laughs> getting a new pair. Literally, that's what I would do. So I have a collection of shoes that I'm telling myself it's time to part ways with. And you know, that's kind of, it's hard because literally, you guys, I have- But are they at least in good condition so you could sell them? That's what I was going to say. I have shoes that I wore once or twice or three times and I haven't touched them anymore. And so I'm just like, I, I need to like, just be, cause I'm at a point where I just want to like minimize, just minimize. So I think, I think I'm going to say goodbye to a lot of my shoes. <laughs> I mean, I've literally been wearing the pair of shoes that Angel bought me for my birthday every day. And before that wasn't the case, I would have to wear a different pair of shoes every day of the week. Mm -hmm. And then I guess now as I've gotten older, it's about comfort, not looks. <laughs> so yes, I'll be decluttering a lot. So I've been a very productive and busy bee lately. Mm -hmm. However, I get a lot of stuff done in the morning. Mm -hmm. So by like two, I crash. <laughs> Have you been taking naps? Yeah, but 10 minutes. Oh. I take a 10 minute nap and recharge until nine. Nine o'clock though, like 8.30, 8.45, I'm like yawning and ready for bed. And um, you go to sleep around that time? Yeah, I go to sleep at nine. That's awesome. I bet you, you um, feel so rested in the morning. I wake up at 4.30 go to the gym which has been going surprisingly well nice i didn't anticipate for it but i'm also like okay relax it's only two weeks in chill out yeah <laughs> but it's still something is it two weeks yeah it's two weeks and to be honest last week well, two and a half weeks last mm -hmm. week i had a very very long long thursday so friday i did not go to the gym mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I'll just go later in the day or I'll just go on the weekend. And then Saturday came and I didn't go. And Sunday came and I was like, okay, I have to go. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm not going to go. It's Sunday. I just mm -hmm. want to recharge. And I have so much stuff to do. And I was like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I went, nice. which surprised me. I surprised myself by going, especially on the weekend. On a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Like, even when I was there, I was like, I am here at the gym on a Sunday by myself. Nobody forced me to come. I was like, I feel cool. I feel disciplined. Nice. <laughs> For one day, but. Hey, so, one I mean, day at a time. <laughs> yeah, so far so good. And I'm eating a lot of protein. It's weird. I'm having very high protein breakfast. And for the goals that I want to achieve, I, I have to eat high protein. Mm. And it's just not something I'm used to, but I'm trying to get used to. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you eat for breakfast? <laughs> some probably say it's probably overload or overkill. But like this morning I had, you know, those Kodiak, that Kodiak brand, it's, um, they do pancakes and stuff, like protein pancakes and stuff. Mm. I have that oatmeal and I get Oiko's yogurt, mm -hmm. which is, they have protein yogurt from mm -hmm. Costco. 15. So the, the Kodiak oatmeal is 12 grams of protein. The Oiko's is 15 grams of protein. I then, I put the yogurt in the oatmeal and then i uh, i put chia seeds hemp hearts hemp hearts has 10 grams of protein 
and I put protein granola, which has 13 grams of protein. Wow. Then I have my coffee, my cold brew, and I put a premier protein shake that has 30 grams of protein into my coffee. So are you trying to build muscle? Okay. Yep. Yeah, you're you're at a perfect um... But from like what I've what I've uh, looked into is that you're supposed to have one gram of protein for your goal weight. Mm-hmm. And then they say that to also get as much protein in in the beginning of the day so that by the end of the day you're not like scrambling. Hungry and stuff. Yeah, but the thing is too is like this shit fills me up. I'm not okay. even hungry until like two thirty or three. And I eat early. I eat at eight AM. Yeah. But I like I feel so productive in the morning. I get up at four thirty, I work out and then I come home, I shower, I do some work, I walk my dog, and I get back, I do some other miscellaneous stuff, mm-hmm. make my breakfast, feed my dogs, get on Zoom with you, mm-hmm. 9 a.m. I feel like I've wow. lived the whole day already. <laughs> I know. Jesus. I'm... And then we get up and I go play with my niece. <laughs> yeah. Aw. I want a day like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I do work throughout mm-hmm. sleeping, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then I got to start walking my dog at night, too. Because she a little on the thickum side. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. So, yeah. So, I've been doing that and then taking care of my skincare more. My mm-hmm. that, That's that uh, snail mucin. Yeah. I highly recommend the hype is real. So uh, is it moisturizing to your skin too? Mm-hmm. Oh, you should send me the link because I just ran out of my stuff. Well, so apparently, and this is not sponsored, guys, but apparently there's something called Costco Next. I have a Costco card. It's something called Costco Next, and apparently on that site, it's different from Costco. It's like where you buy directly from the suppliers. Uh-huh. Apparently on that site you could get a three pack for thirty five dollars. Wow! You know how much that one one was on Amazon? How much? Twenty six dollars. Wow! I'm like, might as well just get a freaking three pack. Yeah. You might as well. Yes. Let's. See. Let's. Yeah. We all save money and we all have nice <laughs> skin. skin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. And it's not like, I mean. I try to keep my skincare routine very simple, mm-hmm. but I just spray my hyaluronic acid spray mm-hmm. and do the snail mucin and moisturizer. Yeah, then that's it- something basic I could do. Mm-hmm. I mean, during the day, SPF after that, but at night, that's all I do. Mm-hmm. And the eye cream. But, and I look 12, so, you know. It's working. Yeah, it's working. Oh, my eyes are a little dry. I think the next one is my hair. Because what is this? <laughs> what, what happened is- to your beautiful curls? They're still there, but when I do my hair, when I wash my hair, I don't put anything in it. So I do one hair, one hair day without any product. And this is the result. It's, freeze- it's frizzy and ugly. But I want to start putting at least leave-in conditioner. But I have mm-hmm. to find the right one because I only use clean products. Mm-hmm. And and then the other the other wash day, I do put like my product and stuff in it. But sometimes I'm like, I ain't seeing nobody. I'm just going to not do product. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much work. But yeah, I think now I have, I'm due for like a, a mask, a mm-hmm. male mask. Because what is this? Yeah. My hair's always been frizzy and dry and ugly. Not ugly, but like a mess. So we'll see. That's my next thing to work on. Look at how long my nails are, number two. Wow. These are my I natural wait. nails. Those, I was going to say, those are your natural nails? Yes. And they look so healthy. These are the longest they've ever been. Wow. They're healthy because I'm taking prenatal vitamins. Prenatal vitamins. 
because not because she's pregnant you guys <laughs> because i had this little bald spot too from trying from putting my hair up all the time and the second uh-huh. i started taking prenatals look at all this growth nice all these baby hairs so That's a lot and it started helping my nails too which i was like okay because i do my own nails i do gel extensions and whatnot and i was kind of getting tired of gel extensions so i was like cool i can now do my own and they're long anyways yeah so i'm gonna do them again on wednesday mm-hmm. I don't you're know gonna, gonna do your you're gonna add the gel extensions no i'm just gonna paint them well do mm-hmm. gel but painting them and reshaping them they're so long they're yeah. the longest they've ever been it's weird that's cool Mm-hmm. When I was like in my 20s, many, 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 many months ago, I used to let my my nails grow out like that. Now, I told you, look at my nails. It's like little toddler nails. <laughs> well, I'm, first of all, I tried to do your nails and you took them off like the next day. I, I don't know what it is. And I see it has to be so pretty. Oh my gosh, they're so nice. And they're short. They were so short. I don't know what it, it's a mental like, thing. Oh, I took them off. What? I don't know if there's anyone out there like me, or am I the only one in the world? Because I will, if I can, my I can't. When I was growing up, I'm that one kid that was 14 years old with long ass fake nails. <laughs> I always used to get my nails done. And I don't remember when, but it got to the point where I couldn't get my nails done because it just. It hurts my nails. I can't get my eyelashes done. But it, it hurts depends. Doing, getting your nails done, like, I can understand when you go to a salon and do them, and then your nails hurt because they're, like, sore because they're rough with them. But when I do mine, I don't feel them sore. Well, it's, uh, when mine, I told you, when my nails start just growing out a little bit, it, it hurts. It's like a sensation thing. Yes, Exactly. Maybe it's like, yeah, like a sensory thing. And then I have to cut them. And then they look like this. <laughs> I know, Little fat fingers. It's crazy that I got so into like doing nails because I used to bite my nails like excessively when I was younger. <clears throat> I don't think I even stopped until I was maybe like 20. Mm. I used to bite my nails a lot. It probably was because of anxiety, but it was excessive and to to see my nails now i'm like still in awe i know it's such a weird thing to be like oh my gosh but like Mm -hmm. to go from being someone who thought they would never grow out of biting their nails Mm -hmm. i'm just like it's weird it's so weird to see my nails this long i'm like is this real life and i i keep wanting to be like i want to see how far you could grow (laughs) like keep going But don't get into where I have you seen the girl that the girls that grow out their nails so freaking long. No, of like, course not. So long, but like, like, of course not. But like, I still try to keep it at a length where because you know I'm holding my niece and stuff, and I don't want to scratch her. Yeah. So, but the fact that I'm able to do like an almond shape is nuts to me. I know. It's That's so crazy. weird. It, they look good though. You go with your bad self. <laughs> Anywho, um, do you and I guess I don't know. I want to talk about Kel and her and a baby. Oh yeah, isn't that crazy, Kel? And if you don't know what you don't know, it's a lot. Sorry, Peter Mon. If you didn't know, did you used to watch Team Mom? Yes. I yeah. watched Teen Mom from season one. You know I'm a reality yeah, TV junkie. Uh, so we've watched Teen Mom forever. And <laughs> this is so off topic. For, but anyways. Um, and I don't know about you, but I've, I mean, maybe within the last like five, seven years, I've been a very big Kale stan because she mm-hmm. did the damn thing. She's got like 12 kids and she's doing her thing like with her podcasts and she left mtv and did her and she just i just like that she's genuine and she goes to therapy and works on her shit and Mm -hmm. owns up to that and talks about it and openly whatever i respect people like that Mm -hmm. and so 
<laughs> Jeanette and I always talk about her stuff and and I mean I listen to her podcast. I listen to two of her podcasts. And this past Friday, I mean, well, <laughs> all this time Jeanette and I have been like, there's been speculations about her having another kid. I think since last year. We've yeah. been, like, been saying this. Like, do you think it's true? I don't know. <laughs> like, like, yeah, she has the right to like keep that to herself, but also it's like I wanna know. Kind yeah, of we want to know the cheese man. <laughs> yeah. so, and you know what's funny? And I was thinking about that in the beginning. We're like, maybe yes, it does. Yeah. But then the it, she kept it on the download for so long that for yeah. me it was like it would have came out by now. Like, yeah, it's not true. <laughs> exactly. Like we were just like, no, like I don't think so. But then at the same time, we're like, but if she did, like, good for her. That's cool. She takes care of her kids. Who cares? Mm -hmm. But also, every single time, like, something small came out, like, we would send it to each other and be like, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. And so on Friday, like, her Barely Famous podcast, I was listening, and I think I, I was on Instagram or something, and I saw that she had like there was a little clip of her talking about it and i was like oh, it happened <laughs> and so i said this to Jeanette, and i was like wow finally like she did it finally announced her fifth kid it's nuts and that kid's almost one mm -hmm. and you know what even when we you know when you were sending me or we were sending each other the pictures of her boyfriend well now her new baby daddy holding that baby I was, because it's been so long that I was like, that has to be someone else's baby. Like, they're just linking I was him. too. But at the same time, I was like, mm, kind of looks like it could be. Like uh, the it little could. one, right? The one before yeah. the the mixture. Yeah, and that kind of looks like even when the Yeah, even when they were posting the pictures of her pregnant, I thought, those are old pictures. Like, yeah. They could have just, so I really, really, really just thought, she wasn't, and I don't know if you've noticed, but she she's losing like a lot of weight. She's lost a lot of weight recently. I haven't seen her lately, but I've seen her in like pose, like her full body, and she she looks like she's lost. A, I mean, oh. and a, duh, she was pregnant and had a baby, <laughs> so obviously she's gonna lose weight. So I just thought like, no, cause she looks slimmer. But that makes to be one. Yeah. But now there's like speculations. People are saying that she's pregnant and she's going to have twins. I saw that. In November. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm like, if she yeah. is cool. but and, I, and I'm like, if she is, is that going to be two more boys? <laughs> no. Or a boy and a girl? Or two girls? I tell you, my friend has girls? That would be crazy. I know. Saying that she is pregnant, I don't know. But imagine if it were. I wonder if she's ever going to say, and not that it matters because it's her personal life, it's her choice. Mm -hmm. And she could have as many babies as she wants. But I wonder if there's going to be a time that she's going to say, okay, I'm really done this time. Yeah. Well, she has been talking about getting her tubes tied for a while. Mm -hmm. But she said that Rio's birth was a little traumatic so i haven't listened to the podcast it's a very small snippet but i was like she's smart though to put it on her podcast because she mm -hmm. knows everyone wants to know the tea yeah and it, her podcast so, was at number two yeah yeah probably at number one by now but yeah that's what i was, just I was like say. that's a smart move girl mm -hmm. okay so maybe i'm am i pregnant i don't know <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> We're gonna put kidding, that everywhere kidding. when that happens. <laughs> it's gonna look if if you go get pregnant, it's gonna make us money. <laughs> no, like, I mean that's that's a smart business move to put it in the yeah. middle of your podcast. So yeah. you gotta listen to the whole thing if you wanna know. But that's her, she's smart. That's why I'm like, wise. I respect that. I respect that girl. Mm -hmm. You do the damn thing. No I one guess. on the Teen Mom except for what's her name? Um, uh, Aubrey's mom, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, like those two are so business oriented. Mm -hmm. 
but not like hell, I think, because unfortunately, um, Chelsea's had some bad rap come her way. I watched her show. The home decorating one? Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. They're so cute. I'm so happy she finally found someone who's not a dick. Who's not a dick, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, go Kel. Congrats on your new baby. Mm -hmm. Well, newish. Newish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> newish but then now i'm like if people are speculating that she's pregnant and due in november that means she got pregnant when what that baby was three months old i mean it happens <laughs> it does but still like i don't i feel like if she was that traumatic like traumatized she wouldn't i don't know i dk i don't know people's well, lives we'll wait around and see maybe in a year we'll find out she had the <laughs> twins already <laughs> yeah exactly hopefully we'll see yeah i kind of want to read her books too but i haven't i haven't gotten around to it mm -hmm. i know last week i was telling you about um what was i telling you last week remember i was like this is a good oh podcast episode was it the mean girl mean girl mindset in young girls yeah i've yeah, had a couple I feel like that has a lot to do with the way that you're raised too. Yeah. And, I was and a lot of like not realizing, I feel like what a lot of parents might take lightly is the modeling and mm -hmm. showing, like being careful with what they're showing their kid. Yeah. Like, for example, if you're like talking to your husband and you're saying something and you're like man and you like hit hit them like out of like a reflex they just like yeah. tap or hit whatever and it's like and a kid sees that and then they're, like when they're older they do that to somebody mm -hmm. like you can't get mad they learned it from you yeah like that's what i've noticed and what i tell people too if i see like parents doing that I tell them like, oh, and then when your kid does it, you can't get mad because mm -hmm. you're doing it and they're watching you. You think they're mm -hmm. not watching you. You think they're not taking it in, but they definitely are. Mm -hmm. You're calling you're calling each other names like jokingly. Sorry if your kid does it. That's that's what they're learning. Yeah. Yeah. And I get and it. I like it's hard for us to control it because that's how we were raised too that's how we were that's the whole that's how you get thick skin shit and oh you got to take a joke quote unquote i'm doing lots of quotes here guys mm -hmm. um and all that crap but in reality it's like is it a joke or am i learning to to take that and do that to other people yeah because in reality you guys that's called passive aggressiveness mm -hmm. and so it spills into so the reason why why i bring this up is because lately i've been working with a lot of kids and i'm just shocked and i shouldn't be i should not be but the mean girl attitude that it comes with like the age group like so young and it they yeah. have that mindset it's a lot of how you're raised in your mind and social media point blank has a lot to do and my thing is that when when someone from any school setting any that that's working with your kid calls you and is willing to work with you i'm calling you for you to give me excuses because the thing is that a lot of the times when people that work closely with your kids, they want to talk to you about the issues, then it becomes a, oh, but this was done to her or him. This was done to him. Okay, kids are going to do things back and forth to each other. Let's, let's get together as a team and come up with solutions. Because if we keep pointing fingers back and forth, yes we're never going to Depends on the situation, is what I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. For example, I saw a video of a, or did I see a video or did I hear about it? Or did you tell me? I don't remember what it was, but a mom got called into a principal's office or something 
because her daughter socked the guy. And what happened? The guy was trying to unhook her bra. Mm-hmm. No, and I didn't she tell told you that. Him, she told him many times to stop. Mm-hmm. And she was the one getting in trouble because she hit him. She told him many times to stop. And she told the teacher. And the teacher told her to just ignore it. And he... Wow. Yeah. The teacher and, told her just to ignore that? Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. I'm sorry. And so the mom was like, yeah, no, that's not like he needs consequences. Yes. What else was she supposed to do? She told him, she told him, what else was she supposed to do? Yes. So in that case, I can see pointing fingers. No, yes. And you know what? It's a case to case scenario, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, because that case, Mm -hmm. no, the teacher shouldn't ignore that behavior. Are you kidding me? Mm hmm. No, no, it's a case by case scenario, definitely. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's tricky, right? Like, it's always mm-hmm. tricky when working with kids. Yeah. But just for me, I've been seeing a lot of mean girl personalities, and I just, I don't like it. And I always try to instill girl empowerment. Let's work together, and and girls, like we all we have. <laughs> We shouldn't be against each other. We should be working together for the bigger cause. And so I just, you know, I guess this is a call to action. Just try to instill more of that in your kids. And I also feel like some kids do display this behavior because they have traumas that sometimes us parents, because we're so focused on, and I I get it, especially if you're a single parent, you're so focused on just trying to pay the rent and pay the bills and put food in your refrigerator. And so sometimes we don't realize that our kids have traumas that they obviously they're little, they don't know how to work through them. Mm-hmm. And so it's coming out as being a mean person, a mean girl or a mean boy. And that's just how kids sometimes are calling for that attention that they need. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I've done it. We get so focused in our traumas, in what we go through as adults. But our kids are going through things too, and we've said that many times here on the, excuse me, on this podcast before. So it's important to check in with our kids and just see where they are mentally. And sometimes it takes just going for a drive somewhere. Or, you know, just to have them next to you and just make it a a conversation, not where they feel like you're just interrogating them, but, you know, make set the scene for it to be a natural conversation where kids will feel really comfortable to talk to you, where they they not they're not going to feel like you're going to judge them. That's a big thing, like knowing how to and we say it all the time working with kids and being a parent you guys it's like a dance you have to learn how to kind of maneuver around it so for me it's work where i set a natural setting where we're just having a conversation and then i hope angel's not listening to this podcast but you know they now sneak in questions or whatever that lead to things that i want to know but I'm not directly asking, you know, it's just a natural thing. And it's just to know where your kids are mentally. They go through a lot. And I'm not saying this just to give the mean girl or mean boy attitude an excuse to why they're acting like this. But let's remember that if every behavior is a form of communication. So I don't know, I just needed to say that. of action let's instill these motivating conversations where i see it a lot for adults right i see it a lot for women empowerment and things like that but let's start as they are little mm-hmm. and i think uh, for me since you know i've always wanted to like start a program where i could help kids from you know especially for me it's girls help young girls want to travel want to focus on you know just glowing and 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 taking care of themselves and there's more out there than what we've been exposed to so yeah that's that's my big thing today i have a question 
yes. about making or not making kids apologize? What do That's you a think? good question. That's a good question because I asked this because I encountered the situation recently and like I've said in the past, I'm always learning, like I'm not perfect and I agree to not making kids apologize to a certain extent, but also only if they've been taught how are you feeling in this moment that you did this to this person, only if they're they're taught like what it means to feel sorry. Like, I can understand people not making their kids say sorry if they really don't mean it. Mm. But it's like, do they really understand what being sorry is yet? Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense because so it's like the, quickest, of- the quickest thing or the only thing you could do sometimes when something happens is apologize. Mm-hmm. And I've, I listen, I do that a lot <laughs> because mm-hmm. I don't have nothing else that I could in the moment you yeah. know, do use to make things better if something happens, but yeah, it's a quick go to. It's but a quick go to. But also, I get it. Like sometimes a kid isn't sorry, and it's just like a reflex. Like, okay, sorry. Like you don't feel bad, but then at the same time, like, how, like do they understand what it means to be sorry? And then, like, can they label their emotion and feel and and understand? Like, oh, I don't feel sorry, so I'm not gonna say it. Or I do feel sad, like I feel bad that I hurt this person. So yeah, I'm going to apologize type of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. I think with that apology has to come, I don't know. Sometimes, listen, sometimes these kids are in their feelings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And even if they did something that they should apologize for, a lot of the times they will give you a reason why they did what they did and they feel justified for their actions. So a lot of times you telling them to say, I'm sorry, it's kind of like, well, why should I say I'm sorry when this person did this? And that's why I reacted the way that I reacted. So it's, it's hard. I've also, one thing I do sometimes is I don't ask them to apologize right away. Oh, yeah. I will have a conversation. I will point out, and I'm always quick to validate their feelings even if they did something wrong but then how can we have better handle that Mm -hmm. and let's just take a breather and just process what just happened and i will actually just give children time to just kind of take a breather sit there think about it yeah let me know when you're ready and but i will always have that conversation let me know when you're ready, and then we could go back and talk about it. And then, usually, if I ask a child to apologize, I could see if you know when they mean it or when they don't mean mm-hmm. it. And I say, okay, well, don't apologize if you don't mean it. I think waiting till they're ready to apologize is probably best because sometimes I wonder, like, is that why we have such a, I don't want to say disrespectful, but... Is that why we have such a, or a lot of kids these days have a lack of empathy these days because they're not forced to apologize, but not saying that they should be forced to apologize. But like, again, I'm going back to like the labeling, like, do you know how you feel inside Mm -hmm. in order to be sorry? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they should apologize at some point, when they're and ready kids do know how they, how they what it i think kids know well i think it depends because like a three-year-old's not gonna know like oh yeah i'm sorry like they're not mm-hmm. gonna know how to feel in order to say sorry mm-hmm. yeah no that's it's a that's a tricky it. one yeah. because even for us as adults it's sometimes really hard to apologize for things oh yeah and for us, I don't know if this is a thing or not. I think that for us as adults, I think for kids, not saying sorry is more of a, well, they did this to me, so I reacted this way. And for us as adults, it's more of a pride thing. Mm-hmm. We don't want to say we're sorry because then that implies that we were in the wrong and we don't want to admit that we were in the wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just I, I'm just wondering that because... 
with all the behavior issues that you hear about, like, do they just lack empathy or lack the labeling of empathy or what? I've seen a lot of lacking of empathy lately. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I, and I, I'm always going to go back to blaming social media. A lot of things. And, you know, of course, our parent, you know, parenting styles as well. But I think that social media has put so many things in front of kids that a lot of actions just seem normal to them that shouldn't be. So it's it's hard for them to, like, really be shocked about certain things or feel bad about certain things because it almost becomes normal to them. So it's really hard. I don't know the. I don't know what this world's becoming. <laughs> <laughs> but when you work closely with kids, it's scary. <laughs> it's definitely scary. Yeah. But anywho, that is all we have for today, guys. We didn't have a set topic, but we kind of just let a little go. bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> So declutter your stuff and explain to your kids what being sorry is. <laughs> yes. No, and that's real stuff, you guys. That's real stuff. I see a lot of mean behavior and it makes me really sad. And I think we need to have more of a instilling the same things that we want to instill in like Which adults. Is crazy though, right? Because I feel like now more than ever, there's like those bullying campaigns and back when we were kids, there wasn't that. But I yeah, feel like no, and I think bully campaigns just oh, that is a whole other podcast episode in and of itself. Because we can that should be our episode topic next week. Let me tell you, those bullying topics. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you guys are literally putting this in the kids' faces, and this is why I think them- that's not working anymore. Look, let's. Not- it started this definitely has to be our topic for next week because i feel and i don't want to i don't want to offend anyone but i feel like the bullying campaigns aren't working no not at all now that's just a thing it's just a thing kids don't it's a thing it's a thing so i think it needs to we need to recreate that whole thing and make it better i just feel like it's oversaturated and it's become like a game like let's be kind for this week this mm-hmm. one week? I don't know. But anyway, sorry. Well, we could go on forever. Yeah. Next week. Next week. Anywho, yes. that's all we have for today, guys. Tune in every Thursday. Catch up on all our episodes. And we will catch you in the next one. Bye, you guys. Bye. <laughs>